Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm here with Anderson and we're taking your calls about sex and relationships. Topics include tips to be your most confident self on a date, what to do when one of you avoids the sex talk, how to detox from a toxic ex who made you question your own sexiness, because hey, you're hot. The best way to communicate your needs to a partner so they'll actually hear you, and I catch you up on my most recent sex adventure. All this and more, thanks for listening. I've got a brand new shopping experience that I created with the babes of Unbound. We've just relaunched Shop with Emily on my site, and it's going to blow your mind. Buy something for yourself, gifts for a partner, or hey, browse together. There's a lot on there that's going to inspire you. You'll find a variety of toys and sensual products, including lingerie, and not only from the great brands I always talk about, but there's so many more things to discover. My new store makes it easy to find everything, and wait until you see the Unbound jewelry. It's jewelry with a sexy edge, like gold bangles that are also handcuffs, or drop earrings that turn into nipple clamps, or a cool necklace that also holds lube. Yeah, it's a lube vial necklace. You know how I feel about always having lube at all times, so it makes perfect sense. And while you're there, check out my quarterly subscription box. The current one comes with a magic wand which is amazing, and it's the perfect wedding gift. So shop and explore, and I know you'll be inspired for your next sexy adventure. To see what we've created for you, head over to my site, sexwithemily.com, and click on the Shop with Emily tab. And for a limited time, you can use code NEW, that's N-E-W, all caps, at checkout for a special discount on your order. I can't wait for you to see it, and let me know what you think. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com because it's a party there. It's a party of content, of information that you need to have better sex and relationships. And follow me on Instagram. I feel like follow me. Why should you follow me in all my social media? Because you're going to be inspired and learn stuff and we're having contests and things you want to win and I love hearing from you when you all DM me it's awesome so it's all at sex with Emily across the board and it's oh I'm here with Anderson hey DM me Anderson you never DM DM me yo that's direct message for all all you old folks yeah and you don't you don't text me back but that's okay I meant to I will and you're here now it all worked out because, um, you know, it's, it's almost holiday time. I was worried about you because you're one of these people that text back. Like, if you don't text back, there's something wrong with you. That's not I got true. a couple like you're wrong, actually. I got a couple granola friends who like don't text back because they don't like they claim not to know how to use your phone, their phones. But you're you're pretty good. You're conscientious. So I was concerned about you. It's the follow through. Like, I read it and then I'm like, reply. And then something else. Look, a puppy. You, I can show you uh, on my phone the history. You always reply to me. OK, I well, was worried about you. you. OK. Right. It's not you, it's me. It's really good to see you. You look fantastic. Thank you. I actually, I don't know if this is wrong uh, to ask a woman, but I asked if you've had any work done since I last saw you because you look that good. Kind of, no, I'm not. Was that offensive? Uh, when no, I asked no. Okay, like, good, what good, kind good. of work would I do? Good. I don't, like, I don't know. Just, just work your face and work looks in. really good. I've had, I've had facials and stuff. Okay. You're taking good care of yourself and you I look am. fantastic. Thank you. I feel fantastic. And it's holidays. So Tis. Tis almost the holidays. Are you holidaying, doing stuff fun? I'm crafty this year. 
Uh, I'm, I'm putting together. Oh, I got the greatest gift idea. Like and I stole it from my friend. Actually, what? you know what? what? My same friend who's granola, who I, I forgive when he doesn't text me back. with the crafts. Uh, yeah, there's these things. I, I gave this to my wife for her birthday. And this is, a, I actually thought of your show when I was giving it to her. It's my favorite gift I've ever given anyone. And you can, it, it just takes a while. So there's these oh. types. They're called typeset drawers. <laughs> I'm already not doing it, but go ahead. Have you ever heard of a typeset drawer? Like from the olden days where they used to like, uh, you know, do like newsprint and stuff. And they had these drawers. They're, they're skinny. You can look them up on eBay. They sell them. And they're really old. And they put like the, all the little letters and the different little boxes, little squares. And it makes like 198 different little like compartments. And I got 198 pictures of our the first five years of our relationship, of, of, of our married relationship. Cut them all up. And I put them all in there. And it took me hours and hours and hours. But now it hangs on our wall. And it's the coolest, kitschiest looking thing that uh, just shows like... Our last five years, and like a like a time that's snap. Beautiful, I, I want to see flash, it. I, I got a picture. I mean, that, I'll show okay, it to you. that's really loving. But yeah, that's so, and it, it didn't. It cost me like less than a hundred bucks. It just took a lot, a lot of time and caring and effort, and she absolutely loved it. Oh my god, honey, that's really sweet and loving. I was gonna get someone a gift card like that's <laughs> like to Target. Loving. Yeah, and I ordered online, emailed to him. I was so that's excited. I saw my friend. It was at my friend's house, and I'm like, I'm stealing oh that idea. Oh my god, that's genius. That's pretty great. So typeset, just uh, search typeset. Okay, but can I pay Girls, someone to put the pictures in and probably, find the pictures? Do no, dude, that's really loving. So that's awesome. And it's I'm going to see my mom in Florida. Oh, cool. It's Florida, huh. but I love my mom. And um, for so Christmas, you do, you that. do that? For, yeah, for the holidays. Yeah, Christmas uh, and it's Hanukkah and Christmas and all that. And so you guys listening, I know if you're like me, last minute gift shopper, you can still have fun holiday and get some cool gifts. Go to our website. We have a new store on our website, which I'm obsessed with. It looks really, I just love it. The big user interface is really cool. There's uh, all of our favorite toys. So you can go shopping there. We've got gift guides on our site if you want to know what to buy last minute. And I just thought of the good idea was that if you are like me maybe in last minute with gifts that you just don't have time for to get there. First of all, I don't think that anyone cares if their vibrator shows up at Beauties after Christmas if you want to, or, or their toy or their pleasure product. It'd be better because I mean, Christmas is a religious holiday. You know what I mean? Dude, you don't want those stuff stocking for... vibrating. But like if you get like the thing and you're like, oh, cool, I get it two days later. Yeah. It's perfect. Okay. Do the do, and like What I was saying to you before the, the show, most, yeah. I think maybe a gift card and then you can go shop with them right. on that you know, Christmas day or thinking. later that night and uh, figure out what you guys Give them want. a gift card that says, we're going to go shopping to our local sex day store and I'm going to buy you something. We're going to get a hotel room, something. Make it a thing, like an uh-huh. experience of shopping together and buying something too. So you could do that. We're also having a contest, Better Lover 2018. How will you be a better lover going into 2018? So think about it right now. Where are you at in your life? Where do you want to be? Like, Do you want to still be having sex or be in your relationship the same way you are a year from now? If that's not the case and there's something you want to change, write it down and email us how you'd like to be a better lover in 2018. Maybe you want to make your communication stronger, break out of your routine, get more massages, give massages to each other. And it might not always you know be more, too. It could be less. Less sex? It could be like maybe like less porn. Less less porn. It could be an individual thing. Me. You have to be in a relationship. Yeah, right, more. exactly. Or masturbate more. Or I'm going to ask for what I want in bed, finally, for yeah. the first time, because yeah. I've never done that. And there's been this one old, thing I want to try. How old were you when you finally tried? Asked, asked what you wanted? It took you a long time, A right? year ago. <laughs> it took me so long. Well, how about the time I started doing the show? So that was And then you got, you got your years. voice, your bed voice. Yeah, but it's, you know, I gotta say, it, it's challenging. But once you do it, you get used to it. So I'm like, every time I do it, I gotta read the situation and be like, wait till after. Or mm-hmm. how is he gonna take it? It is awkward. It's always awkward. But it's the fast track to getting everything you want in bed mm-hmm. and to having better sex that's pleasurable for both partners or for your, you know, just for yourself. We gotta just focus on it. But what I was saying about um, mis- massaging, 
just separate from my own massage story that I really believe that since stress is one of the biggest killers of our sex drive, which we always say that, and couples feel like they're not turned on at the same time or women take a little more time to get turned on. If you just grab your partner, both, you know, give them a massage for like 10, 15 minutes, goes both ways, men, Mm -hmm. women, whoever you're with, it will just sink you into your body, your breathing. And then you're like, Oh, now I might be ready for sex. I feel like it's a, Totally overlooked. Well, I've been saying to you for years that uh, like every guy has an on button and it's a matter of finding that on button. I'm not sure that every girl does, but I'm a guy and I know I have an on button. And like, you know, if you want to. Isn't it just like your penis? Like your tip No, your I mean, there's there's different ways, but a massage would be one way. That, you know, yeah. These these women that I hear say that their husband or boyfriend won't have sex with them anymore. I think that they're just not trying to find the on button. Really? Yeah. Like, okay, so meaning they don't know how to turn them on. You mean like physically on her body or maybe she he needs to hear her say something or wear something or do something. Yeah, do something. Or a lot of the time I think uh, girls are a little bit timid and uh, they, they might just kind of like try and show signs, but they're like really subtle and the guy won't pick up on it because oh, ESPN's on, sex. you know, yeah. Yeah. 2018 Better Lover, email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. By January 14th, email us your submissions and you'll win one of four sexy prizes. We're going to read your submissions if you're cool with that. Put Better Lover 2018 in the subject line when you're entering the contest. It's good to see you. Yeah, I was going to bring Stanley here, your favorite uh, little four-legged friend mm-hmm. ever, but uh, I, I got places I got to be afterwards. Plus, Stanley is geriatrics. I've become like a part-time vet since I last saw I you. understand. Yeah, I yeah. was like that too before you came back. He's getting close to the end and I'm trying to make him as comfortable as possible and it involves like IV and, uh, and and massages and whatnot. It's my baby. So. Well, you're a good man. <laughs> you got two babies. So good to see you. Good to see your it's staff. The, the place looks great. Everything's Thank great. You. I know. Things are really good. I, I'm trying to think where to catch up. Festive it's in crazy. here. She's, it got, is... she's got uh, uh, dildo-shaped candy canes at the front office like what where, else when you walk do? in. Exactly. It's very nice. What are we going to do, right? So since I saw you, I'm trying to think what happened. I've been to New York. I went to Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Yep. I need to tell you about uh, my Mexico experience. Did you go to the I same always... place as where, when you went to get the massage? Yeah. So <gasps> I saw my it's the same beach? Same guy. No, the same yeah, guy. Yeah, we had a rendezvous. Oh, no. We did. I mean, if you guys missed the show last year, we talked about the story. We've kind of been talking about it a little bit this year, but I, I love this story. It was amazing. I met, so I met, a I was in Mexico last year. She I go every year with ending. my friends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A few happy endings. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was, last year I met this wonderful masseuse that I probably wouldn't have. Remember Eddie who worked with us? And he was like, you need to take a Latin lover. You've never had like a Latin oh, lover. Yes, I'm yes, like, Eddie no. Has. I said, I never really thought, not that I wouldn't. Yeah. But anyway, getting this massage last year and it was like the best massage yeah, ever Let's had. be clear. You met him on the table. On the table. Yeah. It's not like beach. you met him at the beach and you're like, oh, you're a masseuse like right. after like dinner or no, something. No, his mom is, owns a very successful massage right. parlor, parlor, massage studio. Wait, in- it's his mom's? Yeah, I didn't know this he's wrinkle. Been there for years, this Ted, is weird. No, but his mom wasn't there when uh, we had sex. Nothing, nothing. He didn't tell him. She's older now. He's running it. Okay. So he's not. He does other things as well. So anyway, uh-huh. we had this, and then what happened was his we mom's had this his pimp. I'm sorry. No, she doesn't know. He doesn't do this with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. I know him deeply. We will. You be don't think he does it with life. every gringa he meets? No, no? Okay. I know that he doesn't. Right. See, and I know that that's what people are thinking. But uh-huh. so just to back up with the story real quickly, and you can go back and we can put that podcast in the show notes so you guys can find the story. Yes, from last it's a good year. one. It's a great story. Because we met up and then we had this massage and I went back to my friends. I was like, was that a real connection? Was it just me? And then I ended up running into him on the beach last year. And then we ended up having sex in the palapa with the uh, massage table in it where I had the sex. So this year, <laughs> fly back to the same place with the same friends. We go every year. And I have to be honest, it wasn't until I landed that I thought, oh, 
No. I want. I swear. I had, There's no way. I probably thought about it two weeks earlier. Right. For Flash. This. You know what? I believe you because you're Emily, and her her mind is going so many different directions at once that I could see her like actually touching down in Mexico Literally. when it occurs to her. Oh yeah, I banged some stranger last year on a massage table. I wonder if he's still here. In the same exact place. Right. Yeah. So I think, and, and I've been in a lot of. I've have pain. You know, I work out. I've stress, and I was like, <laughs> I really part of this trip was a healing for My me. My pain's right on the G spot. She just <laughs> really worked that. It's tender. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. That's but you're but, but we're going ahead. You're Don't do the shoulders. Here. Ignore the back. Just straight to the G spot. <laughs> right. So I get there and I think, okay. I and this week for me was about getting because massage. What I realized, I used to think that it was this luxury pampering thing, like mm-hmm. getting your nails done, and it was just this. But I realized now how healing it really is. It's like maintenance for the touch, but the hard, like they when the the Thai massage when they get into mm-hmm. it and you release tension, but also we keep a lot of emotions stored in our body and stress and memories and all this stuff and it releases. I learned that on a Malcolm in the Middle uh, episode where <laughs> you did. Uh, Malcolm's mom went to get uh, a massage and she was uh, bawling hysterically and then she became addicted to those massages because she had to get her uh, emotions out. I became addicted to yeah. a massage as well. Addicted. Uh-huh. Addicted. I get it. Cause it's so, a cocked? Yeah. <laughs> what? No. A cocked. So, okay. So I get there and I think, okay, I'm going to go to the salon. I'm going to make an appointment. I'm really excited to get, see if he's, you know. Were you nervous? Like your heart was kind of well, like. here's the thing. I walk up. It's Mexico. So right. what you do is there's a sign up sheet. It's this nice salon, but you just have to write your name in a pencil. Like they have all the masseuse's names and then you write your name uh-huh. and then and the openings they have that day. Uh-huh. Because it's slow town. It's not like you have to go in and do the computer thing. It's like sign up. Who right. do you want? It's it Mexico. says his yeah. name. Yeah. I don't remember what we called him last year. I can't use his real Juan, name. Juan, I think. Juan. So I'm like, Juan, he's here. So I write down my you, name. What? Oh, never mind. His name's not really Juan. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say there's probably a lot of Juans, but okay. That's good though. We but he's not the one I know. Yes, yes. So then I realize that I want him to come to my hotel room because it says they will do visits to the hotel. You do want him to come to the yes, hotel? Yes. Why not? That I have this lovely room. Very forward. I should tell you that I got upgraded to the master suite in this hotel I was staying why in. Why is that? Big, because I was angry listener? when I. No, I should have played up that, but yeah. no, I don't do that. But I was. Because it was like the balcony room, which was supposed to cost more money. And it's literally a balcony that's on the street. And what's on the street? Like loud vendors and families and kids. Mm-hmm. And that's not relaxing Too much to Mexico me. for you. you want Too much less. Mexico yeah. when you're trying to sleep. Right. So I said, this is not something I would pay for. I would I would never pay for this. I would pay. This I would does not leave. seem like you. This is like a whole new Emily. Oh, no. I get very particular I, I, about my picky. hotel rooms and my travel. Mm-hmm. So they're like, no, no. I'm like, they're like, okay. I'm like, you must have another room. Obviously, I can't stay in this room if you want me to sleep. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, look at me. <laughs> no, I'm good at this. Travel with me. I'm like, yeah. So he brings me up to this suite. And he's like, I said, and obviously this will be the same price because this was, oh, this is not good. good. So I get up there for two nights because then I was moving to another place with my friend got mm-hmm. there. So it's beautiful. It's the whole top floor. There's like a dining room table and there's like, a, there's a chaise lounge outside right. and there's a whole flush shower and two bedrooms. It's like a, a commercial for Mexico. Right. So I, I go in there. I have to go upstairs now into the, into the massage place and I see a woman, beautiful woman behind the counter. I said, hi, I, my name's Emily. I signed up for a massage with Juan. Juan. And she says, oh yeah. I said, is he in town? I said, look like he's in town. She was yeah, he's here this week. I said, can you come to my room? And she's like, my friend was with me, my friend, uh, Charlotte. And then she says, yeah, sure. No problem. Where are you staying? I told her we walked down and I said, okay, I feel really weird now because a, I don't know if he remembers me. Right. B like, is it weird to be like, Oh, that woman who came here, she's inviting me to tell room. Of course. And like, I don't know. See, and then I'm paying him, but this, we had sex and it was weird. I didn't know. And I felt like, do I go back and I'm overthinking it. Well, you should Duh. though. In this situation, I think this think? calls for a little Emily overthinking. Okay. Oh, right? this was right. Oh yeah. For the I think thinking. so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So I, I go- I'm just putting myself in your shoes and in your, uh, your heels. And I, I would definitely be overthinking all of this. I'd be very concerned. 
Okay. I'd be worried because I'm cheap too, and I wouldn't want him coming over and seeing my expensive like penthouse and expecting a but bigger he's not, tip. We've already transcended that. He's not about money. Uh-huh. He's he's a he's a Chinese medicine doctor. He's he's got a good job. <laughs> no, he's like. He does the okay. massages to help his mom out now. I found once a month for a week, so I, he happened to be there when oh, I was there. Oh, you got lucky. Lucky. Are you lying to me? Oh, you that's you not built the first this entire trip lucky. around his schedule? No. Because that wouldn't shock me either. Dude, this is the universe okay. manifesting. Okay. So I go up to my room, I unpack, and I see him. He, he comes to my door. The, the guy from downstairs brings him up, and it's like a few hours later. And I open the door, and he comes in with his massage table, and he looks at me, and he's like, oh, I thought it was you. I saw you. I wish I could do a Spanish. I no, it's probably Spanish. best that you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Last time it sounded Italian. Yeah. It wasn't good. <laughs> and he's like, I thought it was you when it said Emily, and I'm so happy you came back to me. I'm, you look beautiful. Do you know how many times I've thought about you? That's what he said to you? Yes. She says, I thought about you. And I said, yeah, I thought about you too. And he said, you came back to me. I'm so glad. And, and then he's like, starts setting up the table. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting on the bed. On the bed? Well, because he said- Do you understand how many signals you're sending this guy? Well, because that's where we had to set up the table mm-hmm. because there was a dining room. It doesn't matter. Okay. That's what the best place. All right. And I'm thinking, well, do I end up making small talk? Mm-hmm. Like, how's the massage business? Tell me about your Chinese medicine. And he said he's been studying Tai Chi every day and he learned like the Tao of sex and he's learning all this stuff around sex and he wants to like talk to me about it. Oh, he practice. knows what you do. I yeah. Hope. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he thought you were like a-, a like a cook or something. That'd be a really weird thing to bring up, especially right with your past. And he's really into Tantra. No, right. Okay, exactly. That'd be really weird. No, he was okay, catching me up on his life because okay, we had a few words exchanged. So he like listens to Sexo with Emilio? He doesn't because he, he doesn't get what it is. Mm. And I said to him that I talked about him on the podcast and he said, can I get a tape? Like A tape. That's yeah, cute. That's <laughs> cute. So like he really is. And he doesn't have a phone. Oh, this guy's so down to earth. Because he loses it all the time. <laughs> oh, he's perfect for you then. <laughs> Because <laughs> I went back and his sister's like, he doesn't have a phone. I'm like, why? She's like, he just loses it. Or he just loses girls' like numbers 30. after he no, massages no, no, dude, their G-spots I know you for think this is what it's like, but it's yeah. not. There's five days of stuff that went on here. Okay. And I don't know how to tell it all in this show. Well, I'm just, I'm glad I'm getting a taste because I haven't seen you in a while. It's one of my favorite stories ever. So uh, from the past. The one from last year. Right. And to think that he was there and he remembered. I just got to know because I'm, I'm sure you can bring it up and you got plenty of shows in the future where you can like touch on this some more. Because we got a lot to do today. So much. We're taking your calls. Did so he close excited. the deal for a second time? Oh, yeah. Chapter? Oh, they're, oh so yeah. He starts, yeah. For five days worth. I had five massages. Five days. Did you days, see your friends at all while you were mm-hmm. there? Sometimes. Oh, that's so annoying. No, I'm kidding. I did see my friends, of course. But it was like, I did it at times and he came back to the room and he would come for like- Did he yeah, charge you every time? No. Every time he charged you? No. Huh? No. Huh? no. 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 Okay. No. Any uh, meals or anything with this guy, or is it just he brought me sushi massage? one night? And one night we did naked Thai. Thai. We did naked um, Tai Chi for like an hour and a half. One day. What? Yeah. No, I, I learned. Mean, what a is lot. your life? Your life is like from the seventies. Like this is not a, a real story <laughs> that happens normal? in twenty seventeen. It is. There's so many. Yes, exactly. Naked Tai Chi with mm-hmm. my Mexican masseuse. Exactly. It was amazing, and I learned a lot from him about breath and orgasm like I talk about how he doesn't actually ejaculate as often like when you turn he's learned and I've heard this he's all out from doing it all day oh yeah once a, once a week no he doesn't uh-huh. he doesn't have sex I know that you think this I'm a man right I have a I mean, maybe he does. I'm not saying never right. but I don't think that this is his, his jam everyone's <laughs> laughing there but I don't know <laughs> but would it hurt you if you found out it was his jam like no, that was his okay. thing here's what I want to tell yeah. you it was really interesting on a lot in a lot of levels because he Gave me this amazing massage and this release where I have no more pain in my body. Mm-hmm. We connected sexually. So that first night he came over, he starts massaging me. He's like, I can't, like, I, I need to, like, touch you and you're so beautiful. And then he went down on me for, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. This guy doesn't mess around. But the bummer was I didn't get any massage the first night because he 
was doing that. The oh, whole he was time. massaging your vagina the entire which time. Which is you didn't right. Get the, exactly. Which is so kind of what you're pick. hoping for if you had to pick. But right. But I, then I was still in pain. So he leaves. I'm like, you know what? I still need a massage. <laughs> Go to work, Juan. <laughs> so I ran into him the next day. Uh-huh. Cause small town. Why didn't you get another masseuse for the real massage? Well, that's and then what I said. I said, we can no massage. longer right. carry on. I want to do Tai Chi. I uh-huh. want you to go down on me as right. often as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. But I've got some back things going right. on and so we need to work on this. I need an actual masseuse, right. not, a, not a man So then whore. he said, the mm-hmm. next day, I will send someone to you that's actual. I said, they have to be good, pressure. So the next day he shows up, but he's like, today, and he said it was someone else, but he's like, I'm your practitioner. So it was like oh, a this role play. can't help himself. But he's the nicest guy. All right, I don't you- believe in all that shit with like it's the universe talking and you know serendipity, but I, I kind of believe it in this case. See, like, this is and perfect he kept saying it. He was like, "This is what you came back," and, I, and he's like, "I have to see you again." Do you kind of want to send one of your friends down there as like a like a sting operation? Yes, I do. I think you should. But he's so not sting. Like you can't. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm curious though. I think you should. It's true. Get somebody who looks a little like you. You know. Yeah. Can you remember? And you here's what I learned. What I loved about him is that every do time a he guy, saw me, see if it happens. This is the good guy. things he did. Yeah. Is that every time, besides the oral and everything else, every time he saw me, he really saw me and he was like, you, uh, you look so beautiful. You look like a goddess. Like you're, whatever I was wearing, because I had all my little like bikinis uh-huh. and my outfits. And he was like, you just, you're so, it's going to sound cheesy, but it was like, he saw me. Like, you're beautiful. Like, you're just, he saw you he for saw how me. you wanted and to he be looked seen. At, well, yes. fuck, dude. Every yeah. woman wants to be seen as a beautiful goddess. So he massaged the ego stop, as well. And he would look at me, but it was The masseuse dude, of all He's kinds. not <laughs> conniving. He's not like, because <laughs> know, good. dude, I'm this already guy could in. probably get out of I don't Mexico care if he even talked to me, is the point. Okay. Like, here's the thing. He was saying it because he felt it. It wasn't like, I've got to say this together. I was already, I'm on board, dude, and right. I'm paying you. So right. he didn't have to. Right. But he would be taken in that moment. Was, I think it was probably authentic. I still you think you should really do a sting and, ma- and, and make And then he sure. taught me how to talk dirty in Spanish. Wow. Give me some. Uh, give I me can't a, right now. I won't remember. Chinga? Is there any uh, chingas in dude, there? there's a lot more to this. So I'm just going to have to talk about it on another show with yeah, you because I feel like to devote an entire show my wrap up on this though is that I feel like I love where I'm at in my life right now that I can be a um, woman who travels and I'm single and I'm experiencing a lot of things sexually and finding partners that are on the same page as me who are studying the same things I am who's into breath who's into right. intimacy who's into tantra and who really loves providing real sex. Yeah, he, he did everything that it's almost like he had a file on you. He remembered everywhere I wanted to be touched on my body, including the massages. He's good. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my story. We're going to get into the show now. We're going to get into the callers. Oh, sweet. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We're going to give a shout out to our sponsors because we love them. Thank you for supporting them. We'll be right back. You know I'm a big fan of exploration, especially when it comes to sex and solo play. So when I want a little masturbatory adventure, I grab the new Crescendo by Mystery Vibe. It's bendable and has six motors, so I can shape it and use it however I want. The flexible hinges allow it to be used for external stimulation or internally to discover new erogenous zones with myself or a partner. The Crescendo is so versatile, you can use it anywhere you can imagine. And it's for men, women, couples. It's like you're getting a bunch of toys in one package. To see what the Crescendo by Mystery Vibe is all about, visit mysteryvibe.com Emily. That's mysteryvibe.com Emily today. If you've been listening to my show for a while, there are two things you hear me talk about all the time toys and lube. And you also know I always suggest using them together. But what you may not know is that System Joe now has a lube specifically designed for toy use. 
Joe's H2O jelly clings to the surface of toys longer, so you don't have to worry about reapplying as often. Somehow they've managed to give it that extra staying power without being overly sticky, because who wants that? And since it's water-based, the cleanup is super easy. It's made with toys in mind, but the jellies are also great for couples play. Joe jellies come in three thicknesses, light, original, and maximum, so you can find the one that works the best for you. It's safe to say Joe Jellies are my new go-to lube. Check them out today by clicking on the Joe banner on my site. Okay, we've got Daniel. He's 28 from Seattle, and he wants to know how to get his long-distance girlfriend to open up talking about sex. Hey, Daniel, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good. I'm here with Anderson. What up, Daniel? Hey, what's up, buddy? So tell me what's going on. Hey, so I got just a quick question. Um... We've been in a long-distance relationship for about two years now. She's in a different country going to school, and I'm here, you know, just working and obviously all that. Our sex life is kind of, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I you guess, never see uh, ab- absent? <laughs> how often yeah, do you see? Yeah, yeah very, very. Um, I mean, she visits, obviously, for holidays and, you know, summer break and all that. It's fine then, but it's like when she's away in school, it's like I don't have that connection, you know what I mean? Like, there's no... Right. Um, yeah, there's nothing there. I get it, because you you're know, not actually we, seeing each other. Right. So you're right, wondering how to like, connect and enhance your... Wait, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Did yeah. So you met her and had like an actual relationship before it became long distance, yes? Yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, she's from here. So yeah, she went to school in a different place. In which country is she um, in? Or do you not want to say? Uh, I don't want to say. Right. I, I don't know. So how she's long, up in Canada. How and, long were you guys together before she moved? Um, went away? About a year. Okay, and how long has she gone for? Um, another about another year. She's got to go. Okay, so are you feeling like she's so, and you guys are monogamous? You're not seeing anyone else? No, no I mean, not that, not that I know of. No, mm. and you feel like she's the one, <laughs> probably, mean, uh, if you're willing to try this long distance thing as long as you are, because it sounds like by the time she gets back, two thirds of your relationship will be with her in another country. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, she's def- she's definitely the girl I want to be with. It's okay. just uh, my my question is, I want to figure out how to. Be able to talk. I feel like I can't talk to her about sex right. at all while she's there. Like, I feel like I don't get, I don't get that reciprocated. Like I try. I don't know. Well, how do you? How are you trying? Like she probably. You. What kind well, of things do you want to talk about? Sexting and stuff. You know, like I want to oh, get some right. kind of, of course, like pleasure. You know, something out of it. And it's like I find myself, you know, obviously looking at other, <laughs> other people, and I'm like, Listen. Oh, okay, well. You're a 28-year-old um, man, and you are, you're living in Seattle. Your girlfriend's out, of, you know, she's away, and you're seeing her two to three times a year, and you want to, like, enhance the intimacy over the phone, and I can totally give you tips for, like, long-distance relationships and sex, and I'm going to give you a few right now. But what I'm curious about is, like, it's not going to be the real thing, and obviously, and no matter, you could start sexting and all that stuff, but I wonder if that's going to actually be enough. It's like you're really missing that connection, that intimacy, and I'm wondering how realistic it is at your age for a year and a half to keep this going and not having, you know, a slip up, a slip. Yeah. yeah. You might like have right a around, it sounds like it's, it's right around the corner. Yeah. And maybe it's, it's not realistic. Hard be- yeah. It's have incredibly you- hard because before we met, I was like doing the tender thing. I was like three, was four, I don't want to, bra- you know, I'm not going to sound like that guy, but I was like three, four girls a night. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, that's You're pretty impressive. Guy. Daniel. That you could just together? Cut, cut no. that off. That guy. No, I get it. I hey, get Daniel, it. have you asked, have you talked to her about, has she even opened up to the uh, FaceTime or, or 
Uh, we connect uh, app. No, I mean, <laughs> she has so many ideas for you. Yeah, but. we we've tried it. She's she shut she shut kind of shut it down. So I mean, she's it was just happening in the beginning in her head. It sounds yeah. Well, it sounds like when was the time you saw her? A couple months ago. Dude, this is just a lot of time to be away from someone who's in school, experiencing, yeah. new, meeting new people in a foreign country. Ultimatum time? Like, I'm going to go back to three or four a night if you don't sex time with me? Uh, I'm kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of those apps well, and those tell sex you, toys well, I have a question. Have, well, here's yeah. the thing. Well, when are you going to see her again? Uh, in a week or so. Oh, perfect. Okay, so here's the thing, Daniel. Yeah. You guys are going to spend time together. And what I want you to do is tell her that how you how you'd love to you know connect with her sexually when when you guys are gone and i've some have you guys ever used toys together no so i got a flashlight a flashlight okay it's okay for me i, I did get uh two cock rings though I'll okay try. cool okay I, I did talk to her about it and she's open to it awesome okay so i've got a great idea for you so there's so you know that i love we if you've been listening to the show for a while i'm love we vibe and Every single toy yeah. they make is amazing. So now the majority of their toys come out. They have an app called We Connect, and it's free. You know, free for any phone, and you guys can both get this. You can, she can have a vibrator. You can have a vibrator. You could be in, in the next room, or you know, thousands of miles apart. You guys, it's like it's kind of like FaceTime, where you guys you call each other on the app. Okay. You see her, she sees you. She's using a vibrator. Maybe you're using their penis ring, like their pivot, and she's using like their rave or their Nova, which is like the G Spot toys. And you can control it on your phone while looking at each other and having like a sex date. So you're controlling her vibe. You got it on your phone. There's all these cool controls. You okay. control it by use dragging your fingers, like the intensity, the vibration patterns. And then you're looking at each other and it's really hot. <laughs> and it's it's the coolest yeah, thing right now. So you control it. She controls it. You could watch her if she's into that. And I, what I would say is when she gets here, buy her, like go shopping. You're in Seattle. There's sex toys there, stores there. You could figure out which ones you want. And then you could just say like, let's try to do this one so we can have a real a date, a connection, because that would be hot too. And they also have a function on it where you could text through the app. I think that'd be cool. But I think you have to let her know also that the intimacy is really important to you. So I think planning a date once a week where you're actually sitting there and you're on FaceTime and you're looking at each other and you've got your dinners maybe, a glass of wine, and you're really like connected and you're talking about things. And you can, I think you need to lay the groundwork for what kind of sex talk you need when she's gone and then practice it a little bit. I mean, like it's kind of would go like this. Because the problem we do is a lot of times we give advice to our partners thinking that they're going to get what we mean. Like, I need more sex talk. And she'll be like, I don't know how to do that. So to really get into what feels like, what would be satisfying to you? And then she could let you know what would feel good to her. So have that before she goes back. So you'll feel connected again. Yeah. So I have a quick question. How do I like help her open up to, to that? How do I get her in that? Cause I feel like she's kind of shut off like talking about sex in general. Right. So Daniel, and Emily, you're probably going to be able to help here, but I think that the way you approach it is really important to like what Emily said, talk about intimacy and connections and less about the sex, more exactly. about connecting with her and how, you know, she's not stupid. I'm assuming she understands that uh, intimacy is a large part of a successful relationship. So make it quite clear that it's bothering you that you obviously can't have this because of the distance between you and you're trying to find solutions to keep your relationship healthy until she gets back. Like you're trying to keep your relationship in a good place, which is definitely a challenge, but you got to approach it. Like you got to speak chick. Like you got to talk like intimacy, right? Right. You got to, and and connections and, and then, you know, the sex will follow that goes into it. It's part of it. But yeah, and, and she, the okay. truth is that this is the partner that you're going to want to be with. She's going to, you know, you're going to have to get to the point where, you know, like if she is finding her voice and feels comfortable talking about sex. But I think 
couching it in the form of like starting with connection and intimacy, you know, that'll be a start. And how important is for you that you don't not, not sure you could continue if you don't have that. And don't lead with sex. Cause I mean, right. that's, you know, and then she's going to start getting all threatened or think, and, and plus she's just not open to it to begin with. But, and I would also say, you got to say to her, I understand that you're not that comfortable with sex. It's very important that couples talk about it. You can blame me. I said, you're listening to the show, but like I always say, prioritize the conversation around sex. You will prioritize your sex life. You'll have better sex. If you guys never talk about it, it's not going to move along. Like you have to. So ask her what would be comfortable for her. Talk because you got to talk about it, and it's always going to be awkward at first. But she's got to like give something. Yeah. And then if he already has yeah, the I gift, because like, she's going to be here, if he yeah, already I'll has that it. gift, and you give it to her, you can be like, "This is the closest I can do things with you when you're not with me. This is the closest that we we have with technology. Thank God we have this." And yeah, it's pretty cool. Boom. I would check it. Yeah, yeah, the timing of this is pretty good with Christmas right around the corner. Yeah, totally. Is that good? Yeah, I mean, like the, se- the, yeah, like the sex when we're like when we're together. You know, it's 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 good it's great you know but it's just it's the distance that's the well, that's where we struggle the closest we can give you is a toy i mean you can't actually you can't teleport yet but i'm just you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so and you're gonna have to realize yeah. too i'm also wondering if you can really handle like it's it's a long time not to be having sex so i mean no kidding yeah so <laughs> i see so i appreciate hard. what you're trying I, to yeah, i used to dude, play a, i get it i used to play a professional sport so it's like <laughs> yeah this what is sport? so i know i know what that's uh, I don't want to say. Oh, this okay. is why he's Got three it. or four times a night guy because he was a, a pro. I know athlete. it's amazing. Yeah. Okay, good luck, Daniel. Just have, just do it. Ripping a bandaid off. Have the talk with her. Don't wait till the last day. Like literally, do the night she gets there or the second night. First night, All you right. might want to just have sex the whole night. I okay. can see like a really open couple having like uh, surrogates. Like okay, thanks, Daniel, so much. Let us know. I can what see do you, you doing that. All. What do you mean? Okay, bye, like, I'm Daniel. Sending You're me awesome. Somebody who kind of looks yeah. like me, she's gonna have sex with you tonight. <laughs> think of it as me. Have sex in the dark, and vice versa. Oh, I don't think Danny wants yeah, to do that. I bye, sweetie. Thank you for calling in. Let us know how it goes. Here's the thing about Daniel is that I, I love that he's really trying to make, make it work. He seems really sincere, and I know what that's like when you're really in love with someone, but it just might not be realistic, and I'm just thinking he might be just spinning his wheels here because trying to get her to talk about sex, mm-hmm. and there's a, lot, there's a lot of roads here, and they're not in the same country. The old me would have said, dude, it's over. Just uh, bail and start going three to four a night again, but uh, that's the old me, Emily. And it sounds like he's halfway down the road with he's her, close. and you know he's got another year, and he thinks she's the one. But maybe they're mature enough to say, look, we'll get back together when you get back in town. If it's meant to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm just worried that, you know, it's it's going to get to a point where he's going to just get resentment and uh, I feel like go out and do something stupid. I feel like a year and a half at that age, you know, I don't know, any age, really. Prime sex years as a guy. Sex, exactly. I feel like and he's already feeling it. I just want him to go out and, and have some sex right now. She can't. She's not here. And they can yeah. always come back together. But, you know, Christmas coming up. He's going to get this uh, the wee vibe thing, right? Well, exactly. Do the little I app hope, and no, see if that don't works. Don't get me wrong. I hope that it does work yeah. for them. But. Sometimes it's just, uh, you know. And a surrogate if he has to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're funny. Okay, our next call, we've got David. He's 49 from Oklahoma City, and he wants to know how to improve his odds with women. Hi, David. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad you decided to call in. Because I want to help you here. Thank yeah, you. and I'm here with Anderson. Hey, Dave, you got a common common problem here. Everyone, Most guys have this this issue. Right? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, ebbs and flows. Most single guys want to improve their odds, of course. So let's, yeah. uh, let's get to it. So what's going on? Tell us what's going on. Okay. So uh, I'm divorced, 49 years old, um, and uh, I have a good career. I'm in pretty good shape. I, I look younger than, than my age, and um, on paper, I think I look, decent i mean i don't say that to some no, or anything but i, mean, do I just it. think that it's awesome i mean i get i've gotten some pretty good feedback um in that regard but Great. um but i'm an introvert and uh i'm also kind of shy i've never really 
overcome my fear of rejection, I guess, mm. even though I have dated a lot. So I think this works against me in a big way, especially based on where I live, which is Oklahoma City. It's not my hometown. I'm kind of an outsider here. The culture here is to get married very young. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of odd man out. Right. As far as that goes. So like all the, all the um, uh, good ones I, are off the market already, you're saying? Yes. Uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. And you're divorced. How long were you married? And when did you get divorced? I was married for three years. I've been divorced for eight years now. Okay. And you haven't dated much in the last eight years? I actually have dated a lot, but I've been ghosted a lot. And I've only had really one real relationship that lasted about a year. Okay. And what happened with that one? We we just we just weren't work. a really okay. good fit. So right um, now, I get yeah. it. Okay, I'm just wondering if there's any like clues here. So you're saying you're having a hard time because you're getting ghosted. You're meeting women. How are you meeting women right now? Mostly online okay. because uh, most of my friends are married and their friends are married. So it's hard to you know the dating world has changed so much. Right. Uh, it's hard to meet. It's hard to meet people through friends anymore. Well, I don't think me. that's true. So I think experience. those are some limiting beliefs that like, there's no one in your town. You're not going to meet anyone with your friends. Everyone's already taken. So I'm hearing a lot of ob- objections from you that aren't necessarily true. Some There might be some truth to them, but it's, it's not absolute. I think you absolutely can meet people from your friends. People are getting divorced, moving through, moving to town. Maybe they're visiting. Like you can always meet people. Yeah. Oklahoma City is big. It's a yeah, big, it's a big you guys city. got an NBA team, right? And there's, there should be a lot of we ladies, yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's kind of defeatist, and I get it, because like dating for a long time, being single is challenging, but I feel like you need to look at it with a fresher perspective that there are plenty of people out there for you to meet in the ways that you think that you can't. So it is telling your friends that you're single, and it is saying yes to those different events that you get invited to, and taking a class, or doing things that are outside of your comfort zone to meet people. And then the fear of rejection, that is something that, like Anderson said, a lot of men do experience that fear of rejection, and I'm wondering if it's, it's so crippling to you. And I'm wondering why, like, is there something from your past that happened that you haven't quite released yet? Cause you know, you're 49 years old, you've been single dating for a while. So I'm wondering that that's the thing you're bringing up. What is there something that we could like a major rejection or something that happened or that comes up for you? That scarred you. Scarred you. We all have. Uh, well, cool. definitely, definitely the divorce scarred me. Um, but I had fear of rejection before that. I think that that definitely made it worse in some ways. Um, right. I kind of regressed after my divorce because that was a big rejection. I didn't want the divorce. Ooh. And I think the other part is I'm just, it's unclear to me when a woman wants to be approached. I, maybe I'm just not good at reading the signals or, You're probably or not. I get stuck <laughs> in my head and I don't know what to say. Right. Um, so that works against me too. Okay. I got it. So this takes practice. And so here's the thing. It's really hard to read clues, um, especially for men. Like they often say like, just there's so many times where women are like, why didn't you hit on me? And I think that women you know, they want, they want to be approached like they'd love to, you know, in a way that's not obviously like creepy or you're on their face or being offensive, but just hi, just start talking to them, like strike up a conversation. I do think that why not try? Like you've nothing to lose with that. This is going to take practice for you. And, I'm, and I feel like the more that you just practice talking to women and talking to people wherever you're at when you're out in the world is going to help you. But I'm wondering if there isn't something else. Have you ever had therapy? Yes. Since, since the I'm, divorce? I'm really big into self-improvement and right. I've, I've done a lot of therapy, particularly around communication, uh, especially after my divorce. So okay. communication specifically with women. So start. I've done a lot of that. Actually. So, so you feel like you learned it all. Maybe you haven't put it into practice yet. 
So maybe you That's need to. That's probably true. So I feel like what environment could we put you in where it's not as high of a risk? Where you're like, oh, I'm so afraid I'm going to, you know, do they still have speed dating? I swear, I'm on, I want to bring speed dating back. Because all these dates you go on the online dates, you got to meet each person for 10 minutes or an hour. Like, are there places where you could just go to meet women where there's not risks? You're, it doesn't matter if you're super attractive or not, but you just start being you. Maybe it's somewhere where they give you things that you're really passionate about sports or art or whatever your hobbies are and you go to those places or events or concerts and there's music there things that you feel comfortable talking about that are in your comfort zone with people around and you'll just start talking and practicing and it's going to come back to you but i feel like your fear is stopping you from opening your mouth and you've had all the training you've talked to therapists about it you've had communication training so you just need to start going you need to start doing it and it might be awkward at first and you're going to get rejected but you got to keep going and then it gets a lot easier yeah, no, and i'm not I'm not a recluse. I mean, I, I, I've got hobbies and I've tried meetups. I've done, I do yoga classes. I've done salsa. I've even taken an improv class. But, um, but again, it's hard for me to initiate the conversation, I guess. Okay. As far as that goes, Dave, maybe ask them, have like a battery of questions always in the ready. Maybe sit down and actually, cause it sounds like you're a guy who thinks about things a lot and kind of almost has like a, like a chessboard out and you're trying to figure out your next move and you're cautious about it. Figure out what you're looking for in a counterpart and, and have some questions like where they're from, what their interests are, those kinds of things, even if they're kind of banal, but have questions ready and that's how you start the conversation and that's how you drive the conversation is ask them questions about themselves yeah it really does work well also you got to be careful with not having the uh, not desperation but like the looking like the hawk uh <laughs> the sense that you might be giving off a little bit you should be focusing on i don't know what you do for a living but you should definitely be focusing on yourself and and letting uh the women kind of the, the, they will show up right emily like yes. relationships happen when you're not looking for them if mm-hmm. you're looking for them that it just doesn't happen like women can smell Desperation almost. Right, exactly. So if you feel like this is your main focus now, I would say just keep maybe take it off the table for a month and say, you know what, I'm not going to look focus for anyone right now and I'm going to go back and work for my, work on myself. And when I'm ready, I'm going to go back out. That can be really helpful for people too because I feel like there is a lot of pressure. You're putting pressure on yourself. And I always have call. questions like talk to ready for them. What do you think, David? Sorry. No, I think you're right, Emily. Yeah. I think uh, I think I do put pressure on myself um, because because I'm getting older and I still want a family and I don't have a family. And I'm yeah, 49 like years old. Biological so clock. I think yeah. there's I think there's a lot of truth to that. Right. Yeah, but I think that it's not going to come this way from you having the, the the desperate. Maybe you'll really realize maybe that's not what I want right now or need right now. So I think if you take the pressure off and say I'm not going to date for two months, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm not going to ask anyone. I'm going to work on myself and really getting clear, like you know, what kind of person is I'm looking for and what kind of relationship I want and, and just focusing on whatever those holes are in your life that you're feeling not totally complete yet and then go back to it. I think that's what you got to do. And know that if you don't find somebody, uh, your life can still be good. There's still plenty of things in the world that you can live without a relationship. And magically, one might just kind of fall. And also, on, becoming on a dad at 49, you know, later, you haven't met the person yet. So maybe you'll be 52, 53. I don't know. Just I would kind of take a look at that. If that's really in your, maybe it's someone who already has a kid. Okay, do it. You know what I mean? There's other ways to look at this. And I think it'd make you feel a lot better if you see you have options. Cool? Okay. Okay, David, thank you so much. Keep me posted. Happy holidays. Thanks for calling okay. in. Okay. Thank you, Emily. Bye, David. Thanks. Yeah. Interesting. Tough. It is tough, man. But I would think that that's why he gets ghosted because like, you know, these women, I, 
I'm sure you've had dates and I've had, you know, dates where like I could tell a woman wanted like a, a child and a family tomorrow. And I'm like, I, that's not what I'm no, here for. You don't want to talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it is true. Yeah. You can, you can smell it. You can feel it. You can taste it. It just seemed like he's, I think it's right. Got a lot of energy. We put a lot of, sometimes when you just say, oh, I don't have to do that. Or I'm going to take that off the plate. You right. feel so much better. Like my, my, my wife and I, like when we were trying to have a kid and it looked like we weren't going to be able to, we were okay with knowing that we'll still like you'd be able to have a life without, you know, a kid. Luckily, we had a kid, but, yeah, uh, you know, exactly. we would have been okay without it. It's I have a head start because I had a wife that was wanting a kid, so you Dave doesn't wife. even have the wife there. But uh, Yeah, I get it. He'll it find sucks. it. It's hard. It is hard, but um, I'm glad he called. I'm glad he's asking about it because it sounds like he's pinpointed his issue, so that's cool. We've got Jamie on the phone. She's 28 from Canada, and she wants to know how to overcome her lady part insecurities. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. I'm here with Hi. Anderson. Hi. How are you? How tell is everyone? <laughs> We're so good. We're excited to talk to you. I'm excited too. So tell us a story because I've got your email, but it helps for everyone to hear what's going on. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I've normally been like really okay with like my body and everything. But then I met someone who, you know, we hit it off. We had amazing sex the first time. And then after that, he just would not like go down on me, which... Mm has really been weird for me ever since. So I thought Canadians were supposed to be nice. Okay. What? Keep going. So the first time you had sex, he went down on you once. And then how long were you guys together? We were together. Like it was so rocky. He was just like a horrible human being. I know that now, (laughs) but it was for maybe like two years. Jesus. I was expecting two weeks. Right. Okay, so years? tell me what happened. So he went, you guys, it was amazing the first time, and then he never went down on you again for two, for two years, years. He never went down there again. No, yeah, he did it once and then never did it again. I'd go down on him. But the thing is, though, is like we'd have like great sex, like the best. Okay. And yeah, no, he just like never did it did again. You ask so him I got to? really insecure. Sorry? Did you ask him to go down on you? Did you tell him that it was I important? I did. You know, I did it in a way, like I didn't, I'm kind of really uncomfortable asking them to do that. So I I kind of did it in a way to. Did he make up an excuse? Hold on, hon. No, he just, I don't know if he made excuses. He just would do something different. What do you mean? You know, he would just start, you know, doing something else to my body as opposed to verbally saying like. So how did, I want to hear how you did it. You said that you, you asked him for it, but you didn't exactly straightforward ask because it's hard. So I want to hear what you said and we can talk about what you could do next time. Okay. Well, there were, you know, there were some times where, you know, I didn't have an orgasm or anything like that. And he was, he was really, you know, uh, adamant about like, well, you know, I want you to have fun too. So I was like, okay, well, this is what you can do. I was like, can, I, I straight out asked him, I was like, go down on me, you know? Right. And that so, sounds pretty clear. Like, yeah. There's no hidden message there. So, he, but he just didn't. Okay. He just started doing his normal thing. Okay, so and then I was like, how old is he? How old was like, this guy? Hey, well, how old is he? He's like your age? He, 38. Okay. 38. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of guys. So you're calling because you said it made you feel bad about your, your body. And here's, there's a lot of guys who just, who just don't perform oral sex. They don't like it. Yeah. They might've had a weird experience. Maybe it has trying to get nothing to do with you. And you said he was a narcissist in your email. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I'm telling you, it is not about your pleasure ever. He could not 
even like if he one time had a bad experience or thought he didn't like it or felt insecure. Here's the thing about people, narcissists, he might feel insecure in his skills because all for all we know, Jamie, he was with a girl 10 years ago who said he, he sucked at oral sex going down on her. Right. Maybe she was honest and he's like, I'm never doing that again because I'm not perfect at it. So I'm telling you, sweetie, it has nothing. I'm confident and I've never seen you or met you that has nothing to do with your vagina and why he didn't do it. I was, Zero. I was afraid he was going to have some like horrible excuse and say like your labes are too long or like oh, you had a horrible yeah, smell down there. she's making it up so he, yeah, she can't imagine why he wouldn't. You're just going there in your head. And I like the idea of her saying go down on me and he does something else and she's not even saying well, what else he does. I'm, I'm picturing this like uh, this bearded guy put his like his bare foot down there and, and diddling around down in between her legs while he's watching hockey. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Right. It wasn't that yeah. bad, right? It wasn't because you're making it sound bad. But the thing is though is like you know the next day he would say things like you know oh I had a sex dream and like I was going down on all these women and it was awesome what the fuck he's and like then fucking I'm sitting totally being like what the fuck yeah he hates you I'm no. sorry oh yeah he kind of does he doesn't hate you honey he Probably. hates himself he Probably. hates him narcissists hate themselves they don't know oh, it oh yeah yeah they're the center of the universe and they're a piece of shit yes his center of his universe revolves around him and you having people around him who makes him feel good about himself and does not spend any time pleasing you. I can't you. imagine that. <laughs> like, my wife saying, please, please give me oral sex. And I'm like, no, I will not. And then, oh, you won't believe the dreams I had last night. They're sweet. Yeah, I mean, licking Jamie, everybody's box. To make you feel better, I dated someone for two years who was 38 years old. Same thing. And uh, we went out for two years. It was, and finally, you guys have heard the story, but I, I was like confused because I would tell him, like, you got to go, you know, I need it. And he just... It was a two-year thing. We were on vacation, this lovely place outside palm trees having dirty martinis. And I said to him, listen, I'm just curious. We, you know, I'd love you to go down to me. Is it A, because you don't think I want you to? B, you're not sure what to do or C, like you're not into it. It's not your thing. And he goes, you know what? C, it's not my thing. I was like, oh, well, you're not my thing. You're not my thing. And then I broke up with him. Because to me, and he's great, sweetheart. We're still friends to this day. It's fine. He wasn't even a narcissist or an out. He just wasn't his thing. Because and I and I truly believe it's because he was kind of a player, always slept with a lot of chicks. Didn't never really thought I'm gonna focus on it. I'm gonna know it. I'm gonna understand it. So you dodged a bullet, but I just need you to heal right now and know this has nothing to do with you. Zero. I'm convinced that your vagina okay. is perfect. And I'm sorry that he um, made you feel any differently. And even if it's not perfect, they're all snowflakes. Well, they're perfect. all a little they're bit different. They're perfect because they're all different and every than your own. normal, nice guy okay, is so just going to be happy to have access. I, I don't know who is your guest speaker there with you, but I need Anderson. to ask you, being mm. a man, mm. has there ever been a time where you just never wanted to go down on a woman? Like that's an actual thing? Uh, if men? I didn't, not a relationship, uh, there has been one night stands where I, I wouldn't go close to that because I, I knew that she was a, a dirty person, but that's on, that's on me. I've never ever oh. been in love with anyone or had a relationship <laughs> where I would not go down on them. No, that's, that's not something I would ever even consider not doing. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. And I've wow. never heard from I really a did dodge a bullet. Yes. Yeah. And I've heard from guys who say, yeah, I thought that there, we were dating for a while and there, I started to smell something that was kind of, you know, and I'm like, well, she probably has a UTI or, and then you have the conversation, but there's been, this is just doesn't, you know, this doesn't happen. It's, like you were with him for a year or two. Pretty you know, simple. I mean, it's a microcosm of what this guy's capable of. If he's, yeah. if he's not uh, capable of doing that one simple thing for you, think of all the other things that he wanted to do for you. If you guys uh, were to actually get married or something. Yeah. And I guarantee your needs were not getting met in other ways too. They were, though. That's the problem. And that's why I kept being okay with it for like that. 
amount of time. You mean right? sexually they were getting met or just in other ways in your life? Oh, se- only sexually. Yeah. Like emotionally, like, no, that was but fucking to me, horrible. Only I found sexually- out later that he was dating like See? two other women yeah. at the same time. Jamie, I'm no idea, but somebody who doesn't have enough sex and you haven't had enough sex yet. You you will later look back on this and go, oh my God, he was not meeting yeah. me. Uh, You're he wasn't doing half of what. Uh, it's well, going to be a story. There's men who are so into giving oral sex that you need to bat him off with a stick. And those men exist. Yeah. Yeah. In Mexico, well, here's but. a happy ending to this is like after I, you know, talked to you guys or your team, I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, actually, I'm okay because, mm. you know, I actually met someone who is like amazing and is not like ashamed to like go down to me See? or like, you know, ashamed. Right. Yeah, no one should so be ashamed. Actually, sorry. No one should be ashamed. Yeah. So, so you're in a good place now. You yeah. found, you found Mr. Right mouth. Yeah, for for right now, I'll say that. But I, it was a really hard, like yeah. you know, coming to that realization that yeah, so I, you many... know, all women are different down there. Exactly. Yeah, there's there's so many dicks out there that make like innocent people, men and women, just feel like it's them. You know, it's true. It's all... And we walk around with it for a lifetime. Okay, you're fine then. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, screw good. That guy. Nothing to do with you. Yeah, I'm so glad you moved on. All right. It was a learning experience. Yeah, that's all a right. sign. If a guy doesn't go down, yeah, I'm out. So that's and some women don't like it too. That's fine, but they're not for me. You know what I'm saying? So you got to find the guy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you did. So you find a good partner. Yeah, fingers crossed. Thanks, guys. Okay, you, thank you. Good luck. You got this. Bye, Jamie. No oral sex, no go. Mm-hmm. Deal breaker to me. I mean, for some women, yes. Some women, no. But here's the thing: even if she was asking him for a neck rub or whatever, yeah, I was going to say it's it. like, like it's in the so same ballpark as like wrong. a foot rubber. Yeah, do it. You know, just, Please, your partner. Yeah. You get, my, what, my, it comes around, goes. Around. I can't reach the spot on my back, and it's really itchy. Could you scratch it? Nah, don't do that. I don't feel like scratching your back there. Yeah. No. It's not your match. Why'd you get so upset when I said that I I, I want to go down on a, a dirty girl? If I don't like calling stand. girls dirty. Well, and why were you sleeping? She probably thought you were dirty too. Um, I was. Were you dirty? I was absolutely dirty. We were all dirty. We I were like banging like the at dirty raves thing and just made me feel like the, I didn't like thinking about it. Okay. She was too I mean, dirty. The whole room kind of shuddered when I said that. So I apologize. You just don't like saying dirty women. You dirty said dirty martini. martini. You started it all. <laughs> And for, for ladies that are in a similar situation right. right now and you're maybe like six months, a year in a relationship, don't waste a full like two years on, on figuring that this guy's uh, no good for you. Right. Same other way around too. If a, if a girl refuses to do what you do for her, don't waste a bunch of time of right. your life. Exactly. Right? And don't take it on and don't assume things, you guys. I mean, we do this. We make so many assumptions and create so many stories in our head that are not true. In fact, most of the stories you create about what other people are thinking about you aren't true. Not true. We have no evidence. You'll never find out and you're probably wrong because you're feeding into your own insecurities and telling these stories back to you that are coming from you and not validated. And that's why a lot of people have insecurities around sex. And there are people the out there that are like, they, they got an aversion to oral sex. And you know, that's, that's understandable. Just communicate that with yeah. your partner like, and it's say, not- look, it's not you. I got this weird thing. Let's try and work through yeah, it. Yeah. And here's so. the thing. It's fine to be that guy. The guy I was talking about just got married. Like clearly his partner doesn't care. Like mm-hmm. I'm just saying that there's someone for everyone, but that it's okay to not everyone, you know, it's yeah. not your jam. Don't, Just don't, don't waste two years on, on that lesson. Right. Okay, we've got Annie. She's 44 from Portland, and she wants to know how to cope with the frustration of mismatched libidos. Oh, hi, Annie. Yes. Hi, Emily. I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm excited to talk to you, too. And I've got Anderson here today as well. Hi, Annie. Oh, cool. Hi, Anderson. Oh, I like this, Annie. <laughs> what's going on? Tell us what's <laughs> going on. Give us some background. Uh, you know, it's... um. <laughs> I feel really frustrated in my relationship right now, just sexually speaking. And so we've been together for three years. And up until I would say not even a year, but definitely I've sensed a change in the last year. 
where um, we used to just be able to, I mean, we were having sex all the time. The amazing, like, if I felt like we were very matched that way. And so I, my question is really, is something going on just in that time frame? Like is, when you've been with somebody for three years, yes. is it normal it's to absolutely normal. have this big, <laughs> yes. it's very, um, dramatic it's dip. Really, it's, it's such a dramatic dip. And I also feel like there we're a little mismatched and we've always known this in the, in the way that I'm definitely the more sexual person Mm -hmm. and he's an amazing lover and always been really in tune, but I feel like he's kind of at a place where he's more focused on like, Oh, I'm tired. So I'm not going to make that effort. And so it doesn't matter. Like when I'm making the effort, he's more like, you know, oh, that right. feels nice, and he's relaxing, but not getting excited. And right, doing. right. And how old is and he? And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> right, falling asleep. Exactly. And I'm, like trying to move us in that direction. Well, how old is he? He's one year older than me. Okay, 45. so he's 45. Okay, so here's the thing. Yes, when you attend to your question, there's something called the honeymoon phase. And that is a real biological situation that happens in most relationships, I'd say, if not all of them. The first six months to 18 months of a relationship is when you guys are connecting in this in this way where your serotonin, your, your, your dopamine, um, all those feel-good chemicals are you know, keeping you together and keeping you locked in and the sex is amazing and the hormones are flying and you're connected, right? And biologically speaking, that's so we, that was as long as it would take nine months to have a baby to procreate for the guy to stay around and leave the nest and go, you know, spread his seed. No, but I'm serious. That's actually a real like condition. Okay. (laughs) So most couples will say, every couple will say, it's going to change, right? Anderson, it's not the same as it was the first six months you went with your wife. No, no, things, my my question, speaking of wife and kids, are you guys married? We're not married, Are there but kids? we've both been, there's, I have a child. And but not with a him. teenager. No, okay. okay. Not with him. Good to know. Yeah, Moving forward with advice. So that definitely gives us less opportunity to just be spontaneous right. because there's a teenager well, in the house. Spontaneity doesn't work like we all like it to and, and when it comes to sex. So that's why you have to start talking about your sex life with him. Have you guys ever had to talk about your sex life? We do. I'm a super communicator and, um, and he loves that about me because he didn't have that in previous relationships. But the other kind of part two of this problem is I think when I'm talking to him, it's making him feel like he's not satisfying me mm-hmm. and which Typical, is right. true. But yeah. And, but it, so it's frustrating because we, we talk and then he feels pressured right. and that doesn't work. I totally get it. Annie, I get the whole thing. Opposite. It's, it's listen, <laughs> yeah. me, honey, I totally get what's happening. You're talking to him, telling him what you need. He's on because he wants to please you, honey. He's with you. He loves you. He wants yeah. to make you please and give you orgasms and have amazing sex and connect. So when you're saying that to him, he's like, oh no, I'm letting her down. I'm probably let every other woman down. Like right. I, you know, he's beating himself up. So really it's all about right. your communication style, which we can totally work on. You know, there's a way to say it because it's such a delicate subject. Like we were saying, like if, if you see one bad thing about your, your anything in your life, you're like, oh, your sex life or your penis. We were talking about to a caller earlier. You feel bad and it sticks with you. So I feel like the way you mm. approach it is just, babe, I, I realize that I've been, you know, talking to you about our sex life. And maybe I ha- you don't need to start with apologizing. Just say, let's talk about our sex life. I know I bring it up a lot and I mm-hmm. never want to make you feel bad because I love you. I love our relationship. I love when we, you know, connecting with you and our intimacy and our sex, but I'm struggling now and I need your help. 
because I'm trying to figure yeah. out, you know, sex, obviously, I hope you agree, is important for both of us. And we need to figure a way to make sure that we're both satisfied. And it's not that I'm not satisfied when we're yeah. actually having sex, but this is common. He might say, well, I only want it twice a week or, and you need it four, so you do it three times. And then you start to figure out, well, if there's really no time because you're on different schedules, then you, you say Saturday mornings we do it or we wake up, set the alarm 15 minutes earlier during the week or we schedule sex. Scheduling sex is so underrated because people think, oh, it's so not sexy. Well, if you know you're having sex on every Saturday night and Wednesday night, it's on your calendar. It's like you're thinking yeah. about it all day. He knows it's happening. You're prepping for it. Maybe there's a little foreplay and it's top of mind. But you and that is so true, Emily. And lately I have found that I'm disconnecting because of what's going on. I'm right. trying to not anticipate. Like I used to be like, yeah, maybe we're having sex tonight. And now I'm like, okay, and you're frustrated don't every day, it. right? Don't, yeah. And so, so what I'm you need is even... control and structure, and knowing when it's going to happen. So, say this is my idea. Yeah. Say, babe, what do you think? Because obviously, you think won't be. And maybe for all you know, he's like, you know what? Whenever you get making this up, sweetie, when you come home from work, I still need an hour to decompress, and that's usually when you want to have sex. And I actually know that I'm better in the morning. Like maybe there's some more information he can mm-hmm. give you. So you're like, oh, you seem to be a problem solver, Annie, and you want to make this work. So you got to just listen, ask him questions, have him talk. It's time just for you to be mm-hmm. like in a very loving, non-judgmental, you know, non like confrontive way that he's doing things wrong. But like, I really want us to connect again how we did. Let's find a solution together. Yeah. It's really just yeah. changing the, your tone and it's the timing and little yeah. the ways that you do it. But I think you'll be able to get what you what you want from him because he wants to please you. Annie, what's he do for a living? What does he do? Yes. He's an architect. Okay. So it's not a lot of physical labor. Right? He's he's on. Not a, Yeah, not a lot. I mean, sometimes, mental. but usually no. Yeah, there's lots of desk time and, you well, know. He should also um, get checked out like his testosterone. He's 45. Yeah, for sure. Be okay, but maybe there's some other health stuff going on too. And also as a guy in the room, Andy, I mm-hmm. want to caution you with uh, being too overzealous with getting more uh, when he's giving you less because the last thing you want to do is push him into a place where he feels like, uh, you know, meeting your needs is a chore. Which I've been in that situation right. before, and that's like the end I'm of the worried about that. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. So it's another you, item yeah. on his to do list, right? Andrew? You got to be careful with that. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of just picturing him like this old, like uh, classic truck that you know you love, and when it drives, it's great. But it takes a while to warm up, and it, it might mm-hmm. be wrong to say, and I might come off like a misogynist, but it sounds like you should just give him. A, you need to work on him a little bit uh, more. Maybe you know, like mm-hmm. we were talking earlier in the show about massages and stuff. He gets home, and I'm not saying you know, like wait on him, like. Uh, hand and foot but you know start with a massage and talk about his day or talk about your day and then kind of you know get him warmed up I think mm-hmm. I think there needs to be more work in this yeah. old truck of yours and more of like yeah. listening and more of a kind a kindness around it that like let's do it together show don't tell like instead yeah. of talking about like I need more sex you need to give me more sex at least four times a week I kind of like you know show them uh, what you're what you're looking for perhaps and like yeah. yeah 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 and i think i just i find that i start down that road and then i start feeling so frustrated about the whole thing that then i just back off completely right. and so there's probably a mixed message that's happening there yep. and hearing what you guys are saying that is absolutely true yeah. that that i have my moments of being understanding and and then i feel selfish and like i just want to have right speaking of selfish or any sex why not um (laughs) sex toys for yourself to kind of get you you know where you need to be 
sex Maybe. Are awesome. fill in the well, gaps so his this gap. is this is one other aspect of it that i would love to ask you guys about too is that he has a real i've done that before where i've even like tried do, masturbating in front of him or like if I think he's already sleeping, you know, maybe I'm just kind of taking maybe, care of myself. Yeah, when he's off architecting, he doesn't like do it. it. He does oh. not like it. He's like that makes me feel like I'm not taking care of uh, you, of and days. it's not something he wants to know that I'm doing. Right. So, so I think sounds you guys got to roll. Yeah, you got to roll it back right. a little bit. You got to. St- I would have him listen to this. To be honest, I feel like you need to tell him, honey. I feel like maybe I've been going about it wrong. I mean, you don't have to have him listen to this, but tell him everything you're telling us. Like, I feel like it's not right. I feel like I shut down. I feel like this is. Let's figure out a way. Like, you know what I mean? Just be really honest with him. Like, doesn't yeah. he? Because he wants. Yeah. I'm sure he wants sex and connection. And you both. I'm going to assume yeah. you both want the same so. thing, but you don't know quite how to please both of you. So that's why you got to get that language about it, and and things will start coming up. Maybe he's going to tell you what he needs and ways that he hasn't before. And is a good one too, because a lot of uh, females I think would be going like, "Oh my God, uh, is he cheating on me? Does right. he not like me anymore?" I, she's never even brought no, any of that up. Exactly. They're, they're good. They're, they're in good, solid Annie. Place. You got this. It's just really just just yeah. communicating in a different way. No, Try something I know different. We're so solid, and I love him, and I know he loves me. It's. Um, yeah, we just definitely I get have it. this weird hiccup, and I don't like it. Okay, well, you got now you got some time. advice. I think that um, I think this is good. Listen to it again when it comes out. Have him listen to it, but just talk to him. Do it. You'll feel so much better. It's not going to yeah. happen at night, but just it's an ongoing conversation yeah. that you know you both feel comfortable in. Okay, yeah, Annie, thank I love you. That. Okay, That's really good advice. Thanks thank for the you call. Guys. You're so welcome, Annie. Good luck to you. You got this. Have a great night. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye. It's interesting. A lot of times, though, Anderson, it really is about the tone and the timing and the conversation. You're right. She could sound him like he's, she's like, yeah, every time she sees him coming and she's like, babe, let's get oh, it on. No, and he's no, like, oh, no, the sex, sex talk again. Yeah. yeah. So it's just really just kind of taking at the same time, best. he's one of those guys. Maybe it's because I'm lazy. But like, you know, if a sex toy gets broken out in the bedroom, I'm not going to be threatened by it. I'm going to be like, all right, let's work for me. Dude, my second my, my second wish next to a lube on every nightstand is like literally just men to understand when everyone understand that sex toys are not out there to hurt right, you. Right, right. They're there to help you. It's a- absolutely correct. I'm not threatened by a car that uh, gets me to work. Like, oh, the car can go faster than me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like technology. Let's let's exactly. use it to the best of our uh, experience. I got you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This was a fun show. I love talking to you guys. It's been awesome. Thank you for subscribing on iTunes and reviewing the show. You can actually subscribe a lot of places now, but we appreciate when you review it. I'm so thankful for your positive reviews. And you can, uh, like I said, check it all out on social media. It's at Sex with Emily. Thank you to my amazing team, Ken, Jamie, our intern, Shannon and Jenny, producer Lark and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I want to share an email I got from a listener. Dear Emily, thank you for introducing me to the intensity. After having my baby, I gave it a try to help with a few issues I was experiencing down there. Although I've only been using it for a few months now, there's a wow factor improvement. It fixed the accidental peeing thing, but I swear my sex drive has never been higher. My husband thinks I'm a different person. Thank you and please thank the people at Intensity for me. Renee, 37, Ohio. I hear this all the time because the intensity just works. It uses gentle electrostimulation to deliver an extremely effective Kegel workout. Because it's also a vibrator, this product brings you to orgasm while you're using it. And it increases the strength, frequency, and you guessed it, intensity of all your orgasms after regular use. Like Renee, I've been using mine for over a year now, and the results have been life-changing. To experience it for yourself, click on the intensity banner on my website or visit pourmoi.com slash emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily.